it's the show the establishment warned you about. And thank you for joining us today. This is Dr. Thomas Show live from Wesley Chapel, Florida, featuring the most listened to concierge medicine morning show duo in all of America. And the competition is stiff, but we are there every week, rising to the challenge. Want to know more about Dr. Tommy's show? Go to AskDrTommy.com. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can subscribe on iTunes. And then if you want to learn more about why we do what we do, go to uh, Atlas.md, and you can learn about all of the things that we do here with uh, primary care, which is a membership medicine model. Concierge Medicine, Direct Primary Care, and AtlasMD has a whole treasure trove of information for both patients and doctors. What AtlasMD also has is this wonderful EMR that uh, we utilize here, and it helps us uh, become more efficient and more connected to our patients and helps us do a better job as concierge medicine uh, providers. And uh, if you want to learn more about how to use it for yourself, if you're a physician, go to AskDrTommy.com. Click on Special Offer for AtlasMD, and then you too can utilize AtlasMD like we do for free and we can do that for oops the low low price of um no dollars per month and if you're interested in learning more about um concierge medicine like i said go to askdrtommy.com and click on patients uh, we are here today with um uh, some single-payer news and we're also going to talk a little bit about the sopranos and then also we're going to talk a little bit more about um, some of the things that have been occurring in the mm-hmm. news and also mm-hmm. a recipe. Uh, one of the things that we're talking about uh, as far as uh, medical care is uh, there's a new push now for uh, single payer coming from uh, the likes of Bernie Sanders. And what I wanted to talk about today was uh, this uh, Lindsey Graham and Bill Cassidy have uh, come together to try to push this legislation that is going to offer more of a federalist approach to medical care, and that means uh, letting the states decide. And one of the things that uh, is a benefit of doing that is that it helps you to have in your state a solution which is beneficial to you. And rather than having a one-size-fit-all proposal that includes single-payer if you like it or not, or no single-payer if you don't like it or not, it allows you to do with your own state dollars everything you'd like to do. And the people who have opposed this include the American Medical Association. And so this is an article called AMA says latest Trump care bill violates do no harm pledge. This is by Bruce Cap- Japson, and this is in the Forbes, um, Forbes online. And it says the American Medical Association joined a parade of patient advocates, healthcare groups, and the largest senior ro- lobby to oppose the Republican led efforts. Uh, Senate's latest effort to overhaul the Affordable Care Act, saying it would lead millions to losing coverage and hurt Americans with pre-existing conditions. Um, It says here, proposals should maintain key insurance market reforms such as coverage for pre-existing conditions, guaranteed issue, and parental coverage for young adults, stabilize and strengthen the individual insurance market, ensure that low and moderate income patients are able to afford, secure affordable and meaningful coverage, and guaranteed that Medicaid, the Children's Health Insurance Program, CHIP, and other safety net programs are adequately funded. This is from AMA CEO Dr. James Madura said in the letter Senate Republican Mitch McConnell and Democrat Chuck Schumer. So if you're interested in learning more about, you know, what are the different differences between single payer 
and um, the, a, a type of a government kind of provided healthcare that like Medicaid and CHIP, uh, you should you should really uh, start looking into what are those programs doing currently, and so should you expand those to your local market and make that then the de facto choice for you. Because um, if you've um, if you've been in the medical uh, business, you know that Medicaid oftentimes is uh, not the uh, best uh, health option for uh, those patients. And if you know Medicaid, uh, the way it works on the government side and on the provider side, you know that it's very expensive. And uh, oftentimes, um, like I said, it doesn't achieve results. So before you start uh, listening to politicians that are saying, you should have single payer, you shouldn't, you should inform yourself about it. Mm-hmm. And um, I know they're saying that it's not gonna be affordable for uh, patients, but you know, I don't know who they're talking about. Our patients that come in, they all tell us what they pay for premiums for those yeah. that you know currently have insurance. And uh, as a matter of fact, one of the patients that just left this morning for her her husband and her family, she's paying nearly $2,000 a month in premiums alone. Now, how is that affordable? She's just one of our patients. I mean, this is something I hear about all the time. Well, I think the problem is is that this idea that if you go back and read this uh, statement from James Madura, Dr. James Madura, he says, low ensure that low and moderate income patients are able to secure affordable and meaningful coverage. So what does that mean, though? Low what is, and what? What was it? Moderate mean? income patients. What is what is that income? What do they? What does that mean? Does know. it mean the more money you make, the more you should pay for insurance? And 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 the and okay. most important thing we have to learn is that when you hear politicians, and that means politicians who are elected or politicians who are part of uh, physician groups or whatever, we call them all the same thing. Politicians are all political. What is the meaning of insurance? So insurance, what they're talking about isn't many isn't insurance. They're talking about health plans. When he says coverage, he's not talking about low-income adults if they get hit by a car that they have enough money to pay for that. He's talking about low-income individuals being able to have a health plan that covers everything, soup to nuts, including hangnails, uh, colds, and everything else under the sun and call that health insurance. Well, that's not health insurance. And that's the dirty secret that we have uh, withheld from the public is that whatever you've been told about insurance, that you're buying health insurance, you're not buying health insurance. You are buying a health plan. Mm -hmm. You're buying a prepaid health plan. And that prepaid health plan will uh, be there whether you need it or not. And it will also be there um, as expensive as it is, whether you use it or not. So, Mm -hmm. and, and Insurance, if you were to look at it in a real terms, is something that is for to pay for things that are rare, expensive, and unpredictable. And if you are using insurance to pay for everything under the sun, then it's never going to be affordable, mm-hmm. no matter what. Now, what it will do, though, is enrich a lot of people along the way. So a lot of middlemen, a lot of people who are in charge of providing you with the said coverage or providing you with the, uh, the uh, different things that allow you to have everyday uh, coverage for medications and things like that, those people will be enriched. And also the people will be enriched are the people who are enforcing the codes and everything else and the whole panoply of consultants that you have to hire if you run a practice to stay in the good graces of government just so you can be paid by the quote-unquote insurance company. Anyway, that's just a little something about uh, what's going on today in the world of healthcare. And another thing that's going on in the world is... Um, uh, doc, or not doctor, uh, the Sopranos uh, recently had one of their cast members die, and that was 
Frank Vincent, who was mm-hmm. known as Phil Leotardo, and he was also the um, uh, Billy Bats and Goodfellas. He died at age 80. Yes, what did he die of? He died of complications from a heart surgery. Oh, that's right. So he okay. went in for heart surgery and apparently had some complications and had had a heart attack previously. Oh, very sad. So at the end of the show, we're going to have a little tribute to Frank Vincent. And for those of you who uh, do not know who Frank Vincent is, if you've seen Goodfellas, he's the guy who tells um, Joe Pesci to go home and get a shine box in Goodfellas. There's also Phil, Phil Leotardo. Um, you wanted to talk about your new recipe for uh, healthy uh, yes. fried chicken. Yeah, so I was trying. I wanted to make fried chicken. I have not had fried chicken in a long time. And I wanted to make fried chicken without actually frying it mm-hmm. in oil. So I looked up a recipe, and it's called oven fried chicken. This recipe is for drumsticks, but um, I did. we usually do thighs. Mm-hmm. And anyway, and I the recipe did not call for a cast iron skillet, but I used a cast iron skillet. But you, So you put the cast iron skillet in the oven, get it nice and hot, and then throw in a little butter, a couple of tablespoons of butter. And then the chicken, it's just a half a cup of flour, so it's not too much. And I used half a cup of flour for five pounds of chicken. Which is a lot. That's a lot. That's, you know, I think that's really pretty It's like a dry. jumbo package. Yeah. Five pounds of chicken and for just a little, a half a cup of flour is nothing. And then, you know, you throw in your seasonings. I tweaked the recipe and I like to put, you know, a, you know, a little bit of everything, garlic and onion powder. And um, I do put a little bit of salt. Um, you want to do the paprika mm-hmm. in the mixture, also in your flour mixture. I like to sprinkle the paprika, but it. Um, are you able to pull up the recipe or no? Uh, I'd have to do. Yeah, have to uh, do okay. Before. Well, anyway, if you sprinkle the chicken with paprika, it gives it this um, fried chicken look. You know, the color yeah. of fried chicken, and it's amazing how crispy it gets. You're going to post that on the Facebook site too for Echelon Health, right? Yes, I'll do that. Okay. Um, we just I just sent the recipe to a patient last night, so I'm curious to see how it came out. Now he prefers boneless, skinless chicken mm-hmm. breasts. Um, we usually do legs or we usually do dark meat. Mm-hmm. I used to only eat boneless, skinless chicken breasts, but I just found that thighs and legs um, have more flavor. Yeah, I think they do. They have more uh, fat, which gives it more flavor. Mm-hmm. If you want to learn more about uh, diet and stuff, I, there's a website out there called dietdoctor.com. Dr. Griffin told me about that. It's a, It's more of a... Um, low carb low sugar diet website but if you're interested in learning more about how to really lose best way to lose weight in my opinion the more i do this is to is to really cut out sugar there's so much sugar in the foods that you're eating and sugar gets converted almost 100 percent efficiency uh, either into energy or stored as glycogen or oftentimes as fat and i give the analogy for people who come in they say well if i eat too much fat i'll get fat well here's here's how i put that think of fat as a car if you want to build a car and someone comes to you with another car and they say, hey, I want you to turn this into a car. Theoretically, you can do that. So you can take that car apart and put pieces together and then put it back together and make out a car. Another way someone comes to you and they say, hey, I want you to build a car. They bring you pieces of a car. Then you can put that together and make a car. Well, that's going to be more efficient. And if you look at sugar and fat, those are the analogy. So fat is like taking. So in order for you to have fat that you eat turned into fat, your body first has to break it down. It doesn't just incorporate fat for fat. It has to digest it. It has to break it down into the components, and then it stores it as fat. Well, for you to do that with sugar is very efficient. For fat, it is not very efficient. And oftentimes you'll excrete fat, which you'll know if you eat a fatty meal, you may have loose stool afterwards. So sugar is the real culprit. I find that um, it's so a lot of patients though. find that 
Yeah, a lot of patients find that shocking that fat does not make you fat, but sugar does. Well, I used to, um, you know, I've been I've been doing yo-yo diets pretty much my whole life, and um, I would do low-fat diets. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I did not know, so uh, you know, that they're going to replace it with something else. So mm-hmm. if you are going to buy a low-fat product, the carbohydrate content is going to be it's going to be higher usually. Usually, and I did not realize that. I'm just looking at the low fat. Oh, this has no fat, zero fat, mm-hmm. and that's all I was caring about. And now I know to look at the carbohydrates and be more concerned about it. Yeah. Well, we'll look for that on Facebook. We'll we'll post that on Facebook, Echelon Health Facebook, and that's the oven fried chicken. And also, if you're looking to uh, learn more about concierge medicine. We've had a lot of new patients join the last few weeks and months, and uh, we all always have open invitation to come in and learn more about concierge medicine here in Tampa Bay. And then if you want to learn more about it where you're at, go to AskDrTommy.com and click on Patients, and I have uh, several listings there of uh, places that are close by you that may be beneficial or they may be offering um, concierge medicine or direct primary care in your area. All right. So for those of you who are familiar with Sopranos, this is a song that if you have children, you have to go put them out of the room right now because it's got foul language. But this is from the last season of Sopranos. This is one of the uh, closing songs that they had uh, with Frank Vincent as uh, Phil Leotardo. And uh, this is a tribute to Frank Vincent, uh, the uh, accomplished actor. Rest in peace. (laughs) 